Hello and welcome back to Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I'm Chris. And thanks for having us. Um, we've had a couple of technical issues. We have. Chris has uh, lost more hair. Um, yeah, no. It's gone more grey. It's gone more grey than it already is. More grey. Yeah, we um, do apologise, guys. Yeah, so unfortunately this will have to then go straight to YouTube and our normal audio platforms. Yep. And um, Chris will have all week to sort himself out. Yeah, sorry guys. We, we really do apologise. Um, we will obviously put this on YouTube and we'll obviously have it on our normal channels. Yes. Well. So, uh, for those that haven't been with us previously, please do follow us on social media. So, Chris? Yep. It's uh, on Twitch. It's uh, uh, twitch.tv at sc underscore insider. On uh, YouTube, it's just uh, Supercoach Insider on YouTube. Yes. Facebook.com forward slash sc insider. That's the one. And um, Twitter is uh, yes. sc underscore insider, insider underscore. Wonderful. So those are our big ones. Okay. Yep. So, today we're focusing. Uh, so oh, and we're also on Spotify now. Yes. Yeah. All you, so, have to, all you have to actually do is type in Supercoach and we're the first ones to pop up under Supercoach. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, Dr. Supercoach is Dr. First, so did they're you, actually below us. Did you know that if you Google Supercoach, like Supercoach podcasts, um, we're, we're actually the second one under the Phantoms. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if that's just because we've got more backlinks through... Maybe. We've, we've just out there on more mediums, but yeah, we're, we're the second. I'm yeah. happy with that. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked with that. Anyway, that's just a, a little tidbit of information that you can have a look at. No one likes the Phantom. <laughs> well, some people do. I hate paid content. <laughs> Fair enough. You click on a link and it's like Adelaide Now. I'm like, really? Adelaide Now? Every time really? I go to one of their pages and I, I hit a subscription wall, I want to like kill someone. I'm like... Who does that? Well, you know what? I, okay, so quick little, quick pro quo. Quick uh, pro quo powers. <laughs> you know what I hate, though, is when, like, say, the Supercoach page, right? Yeah, yeah. They take an article that's not even theirs, and then it goes underneath the paid wall. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they've stolen information from some other article, and like, oh, and they changed the title. Here's some exclusive news that's from somebody else, and then it's yeah. paid. I was like, really? I'll just go to the main source. I think there are ways around it, but, like... And look, we pay for Supercoach Gold, so why don't we have access? That's like, because I don't have Herald Sun access. Well, oh. because they want anyway. $7 a week or whatever it is. Anyway, Stupid. so Hawthorne, uh, let's go into it. Um, yep. Unfortunate news, Chris. Yeah. Can we put out a little tribute, please? We're going to start off with a little bit of a, a tribute to uh, our friend Tom Mitchell. Um, so really sucks that obviously he didn't have the best of uh, news recently, breaking his leg at training, which is just really unfortunate. So we're just going to play a little... Highlights package here of, of just of in the Tom background, Mitchell. a little tribute. Can't believe that. Um, yeah, broken, really broken fib and tib. I think it is. Yeah, both. Um, yeah. Apparently clean though, so uh, which helps with the recovery. Right. Um, with a broken leg, you can probably get back within six months, but I doubt that they're going to risk him at the end of the season coming back from a broken leg. Well, I don't think they're going to be anywhere near the eight <laughs> anymore. Well, I don't know. Um, we'll see. I mean, generally speaking, I mean they shouldn't really have been there this year, but they got there because of Clarkson's coaching. Yes. Like that's, in, in my opinion, their list. And Tom Mitchell. Yeah, it, it's just not up to par. But yeah, Tom Mitchell obviously had a standout year and you, you have the best coach in the game coaching them, so they go all right. 
Well, anyway. second was it, wasn't Buckley the coach of the year? Uh, but yeah, no, he was the coach of last year. But I think Clarkson's the <laughs> oh, best coach in the game. I was just rubbing you up. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Hawthorne, unfortunately, though, unfortunately, you. yeah, the wrong way. Uh, uh, they have the second hardest draw according to Champion Data behind Collingwood. Oh, that. So that doesn't help them at all. No. Um, their doubles are West Coast, Geelong, GWS, and North, as well as their. Um, I've got here. Bunny side lions. Oh, because the lions keep beating them. But how can you play five sides twice? Do they? Well, no, uh, yeah, they, you can. Oh, right. Well, yeah. there you go. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. You play five sides. Okay, right. Yeah. yeah. So in their bunny side, the lions yeah. beat them twice, which is yeah, unfortunate for them. Um. So the only benefit is they play two top eight sides in the first seven rounds, yep. including Saints North and Carlton. So they can start well. Yeah, but then like you, yeah, Adelaide won a top eight side, but. You know, they should improve. Essendon were in a top eight side, but they should improve. So How much of an impact does not having Tom Mitchell have on the rest of the team's output? Huge. I think it's massive. I think it's huge. It's really underrated. Like Ben McAvoy? Yep. No, no you know, tap outs to advantage to Tom Mitchell anymore. I mean, they did have some good off-season recruits, and I'm sure you're about to go through them, but it's just a, it, it like goes through the whole team. Yeah. It's really interesting to see how they all put more pressure on defense if they're not getting first hands yeah, on the no, ball. Exactly. Yeah. Uh Diego Mira is gonna have to play, you know, eighty five percent time on ground now. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see how he's I'm excited about his year. I don't know how he can go. I'm excited. But, he he yeah. had a pretty good back end to the year. But look, we'll go into it. Uh in the off season. They traded in some busted ankles from Western Sydney and they um <laughs> got they got Wingard in and kicked out Burton. So yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that, but uh, it does make Wingard uh, more relevant, they I believe. They Burton, but I think that they had an inkling and um, they probably had a chat with him and uh, he want, he's from Adelaide. Yes. So I, I think at some stage he wanted to go back. I think they forced him out. Well, there, there's talk of that too. I don't think he wanted to go. So I'll, I'm a little bit interested in terms of what happened behind closed doors and no one will ever know. You know, unless you're close mates with yeah, them. true. But um, does it help? Is that is that a good? Do you reckon it works out for Hawks? Or I, I, I like Burton. I think it, I, no, so do I. I like Burton a lot, yeah. and I think you know Wingard's okay, but he's kind of like you know uh, an expensive motlop. You know, <laughs> like you know, he, he Wingard's great. Like he Wingard can flip it on an edge, and he is young. So I guess yeah. under Clarkson, there's a lot of value there. There's a lot of upside, but. Now that would I'm you, sure would he you played would under Clarkson you, in the international? Would you release. do that deal now if Titch was out? Basically, it's twelve months wasted. Uh, You'd probably wait a year then to try and get Winger. Yeah, well, cheaper. Maybe. Yeah. I don't. I, well, I, obviously, they're, 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 I don't think they're even trading for this year. I think they're planning for next year anyway. This year was another development year for them, right? Because I think that you know they've got Scully in with no guarantee that he'll even play. Um, like you know, he did an interview recently saying it's unlikely he's playing round one, and it's just going to be a, a week by week basis. Oh yeah, Scully's in, in big doubt. Uh, okay, so we'll go so, into rookies to note. Yep, I've got uh, Jack uh, Scrimshaw. So oh, he's a hundred. Over to another YouTube video, so I'll just switch this over. Sorry, guys. Um, so keep going. Okay, so Scrimshaw, one hundred forty nine k defender. Oh, the cruiser doing his thing. <laughs> um, okay, so he's a former number seven pick. Traded to Hawthorne from the Gold Coast. Um, never really settled in Queensland. So they have a history of turning players from rival clubs into stars. So, That's look, true. he's... he's a, Yeah, it could be a diamond in the rough. Clarkson could give big roles to young players like he has previously. Yep. Um, so, look, let's see how it goes. I'm looking for him in the JLT to gauge whether he's in the senior mix early and whether he is worth that price. Um, There's he's two things working for him. Um, first of all, obviously, he's highly rated. Um, and... He obviously plays as a he's a halfback flanker, 
um, similar to a birch, a um, not Birchall. Oh well, he's actually likened to a Birchall. Burton, but Burton's gone, yes. and he was playing that role now. So it's going to depend on whether or not Birchall is fit as to whether or not he gets games. Yes. So and you know we all know how fit Birchall can be, and he already had a setback. So it'll be. Interesting. I'm very interested in what Jack Scrimshaw. So can am do I. I'm year. interested in him with a, a Logue as well, Griffin Logue. Yep. Uh, for those cheaper, it's just that little bit more expensive though than what you would like to pay. I know. You know One twenty is good. Yeah. One fifty is and eh, one. 70 you're kind of like well you yeah. want to be doing well he's in my team right now but I can see him making way if uh, if someone cheaper pops up presents. yeah I'm yeah. with you uh, the next one I have is Mitch Lewis so you yeah. know he was the joke when they got rid of Mitchell and Lewis uh, I do Mitch yeah Lewis. He had a fantastic um, year in the VFL, I think. Yeah, 149k forward, so he's not cheap. Uh, he returned three kilograms heavier and is hungry to stake his claim in 2019. Excellent. Finished second in the VFL's leading goal kicker tally. Thought so, yeah. Yeah, so he may get opportunity. I think he might because, A, natural development, he looks like he's pushing down the door anyway. Yeah. Right? But then if... They need to start developing someone to replace Ruffhead. Correct. Though. But then, say, let's say Gunston pushes back a little bit more or floats, because Gunston's pretty versatile. He could even True. play wing. Or he's, a, he's better as a third tall anyway. He is. Yeah. Or even, you know, Roughhead possibly might even play some more mid-minutes. Yeah, he's done true. it. He's done it previously. Get him in the ruck. He's done it. Well, no, even in, as he's played as a midfielder. Yeah, yeah, numerous times. A mm-hmm. tall, you know, uh, midfielder. So and he's good at it too. I think it's possible to get Mitch Lewis in that side. They do need some options. I think it could free up some other possibilities. So yeah, look, definitely. I think it's it's not unlikely that he won't get some games. Looks like he's probably not early, but I reckon during the season, I reckon you might see. Mitch I Lewis reckon he, he may may be now. You may he may JLT right? Like yeah, see, keeping see how he is in the JLT. But one forty nine k. Again, more expensive than you would like, but if he looks like a locked-in deal, then I am interested. Uh, For me, I'm just watching him. He's not in my side at this stage. Fair enough. Uh, Okay, premiums. Yep. Let's get into it. Let's get into the real stuff. Yeah, there's not many. <laughs> not not too many premiums. Uh, no, to through, now, we're, now not, we're Tom Mitchell now. not there. I mean, that saves us about a five-minute segment, really. It does. It really does. <laughs> it, it's, it's painful. Uh, okay, so let's start with Sicily. Yep. Uh, he's definitely up there as one of the Currently highest... in my side. ...highest averaging defenders. Uh, he only played 14 games, though, and still led the club for kickouts, which we've discussed. Yep. Um... Even in tweets and stuff, we've been talking about that. And so he could improve from the new rules. Even more interesting is Burton was number two. Yes. So the person who replaced him in kickouts while he wasn't there was Burton, and he's not there either. Yep. So that just bodes that if... And he's that raking long running kick, kick like, you know, we talked about. So if, if teams do go that route of the structure of, okay, let's get this ball to the wing from the kickout, yep. he's a perfect option for that too. So I think he fits the mold and ticks the boxes. Bang, bang, bang. Yes. Takes kickouts. Yes. Does long, long tour contest. Yes. Running mark. Yes. Intercept defender. Yes. Like he's the perfect prototype defender for Supercoach. Yes, but will he get suspended? This is the issue. So maybe stop knocking people out or maybe stop stepping on people as they're on the ground. Correct. (laughs) Uh, Could, could find himself in trouble at some stage. He also finished... He also had quite a few 80s and 90s to finish off, so he kind of did. did taper off a little bit. Uh, that being said, he had eight scores over 109 plus. Yeah. So... When he goes big, he goes big. Yeah, and that's... Yeah, so just get the 102 and stuff. He's also he gets starting to cop solid. a forward tag. Yeah. So he starts to cop tags in, in defense, which... To try and get him suspended to yeah. help everyone else out in the he, competition. He gets a <laughs> Ballantyne-style player on him, you know, just niggling him on him the whole game and... And obviously, that's not how he plays football. He's the loose man in the fence reading the play, sitting one behind. So, um, when he has that opposition, he then generally duds it up. Yep. But 
Let's see how we go. The next one I have is Ben McAvoy. Um, Big board. Basically a premium because he did average over 100 yep. as a ruck, so he is an option, particularly in draft. But as we mentioned, concerns now not tapping down to Mitchell. Yep. So he might not get as many hits to advantage. Um, There's just others that are way better. He's still a consistent performer, though. So look, he had four scores, only four scores below 90. Yep. So consistent performer. I'd still pick him over a Jacobs. Oh, I think I'd pick anyone over Jake. <laughs> so, mate, you're, you're speaking my language here. Speaking my language. You're real solid to me now. <laughs> you just smiled and gave me a Vegemite sandwich. Ah, uh, so we eight score eight. <laughs> so we had eight one hundreds, but he has a good ceiling when he does get over a hundred. He yeah. got a, a one twenty five, a one twenty nine, another one twenty nine, and a one thirty eight. So when he can add goal kicking to his um, repertoire, so if he kicks one or two goals in a game, that's when he really boosts his yep. score because most of his scoring is from his ruck work. Um, as opposed to a lot of other ruckmen who, like a Grundy who gets 20 disposals, that's not that's not a Ben McAvoy. But if he can kick some goals, he really boosts his score and boosts his average. Yep. The next one is Jack Gunston, uh, Mr. Consistent. Yep. So always does well. Another um, top 10 year for Gunston in the forwards. Yeah. So he had 700s. Uh, five of those were 116 plus. Yep. Had a big um, one, didn't he, as well? Well, funniest part is around 20 and round 22 were his biggest rounds, yeah. and they were when Sicily was out, <laughs> and he got a 138 and a 140. He so. didn't go behind the ball, though. He was no, still playing forward. But so, he, and he has in the past where he's gone behind the ball, but didn't need to still, this year. Yeah, went big. So, look, I don't mind him as an option, particularly for draft. I don't think I will start with him in standard. No. Um, he could average you 100, but now now with the Hawks midfield, how much forwards How much ball supply, is he getting to- yeah. Which puts a big doubt for me on any of the Hawks forwards, um, which includes uh, Bruce, who I don't actually have as one of my premiums because I don't think he is a I premium. Put, I put him as one to watch, but it's a good draft off if you can get him late, but you're not going to get him late. People are going to jump on Bruce because he's had his best year that he's ever had. Yes. So I think he averaged 96 for the year, um, and his previous best was 81. So it's just... You're not going to get him. People are going to grab him and it's not going to be worth it. I think he's probably likely to go down five points per game rather than go up five points per game. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, so my mid-price options, I've got Yago Mira still as a mid-price option. Yep. Not quite the premium. He's more expensive. Yes, I know. Um, he had 800s, including one of those at a 145. He really tapered off at the end of the year and I think that's just fitness and his probably body's just sore. Um, well, he actually averaged 100.3 his last 10 rounds, Chris. So he increased In- his Yeager. average. Yeah, really? Yes, sir. Interesting. I so, thought he um, definitely dropped. I, I, I hate to uh, disagree with you there. <laughs> I hate to burst your bubble. Uh, he probably had a few more big games and a few maybe tapered off a little bit. Yeah, but I, um, I, I looked at his scoring, I, I actually was like, oh, yeah, he had a pretty bad back end of the year. Maybe I just... Averaged 100.3 in his last 10. Fair enough. So, Or yes. maybe that's it works in reverse. He's finally over his injuries and he's working towards... Hopefully. We'll see. We shall see. But look, <laughs> no, you, I don't you, know. you can't pick him with conviction anyway, so it's more of a wait and see. Uh, he might have some value in standard. Yep. Uh, sorry, not standard. Ha! Who am in, I kidding? In draft. In man. draft, particularly because if he did average 100 off his past 10 with Titch out, he might actually get more responsibility, more yeah. inside minutes. He How, might be the only one trying to get the ball. Is he going to be able to? Well, that's... Oh, no. He's, he's going to he's gonna be a lot of load on Jaeger and Mira But he could, he could average you easily 100 plus, 105. There's he's, no knowing. He's the one that's more inside than, say, a, a wing guard. Or... Yes, correct. So, therefore, if his body's right, yeah. Jaeger could actually be an interesting prospect. And that actually... Uh, oh, you've got him on your on your, one of your next ones. Wing so guard is my yet. next mid price up. Yep. Um, so, he had a role change in round 12, turned his season around. He was horrible before yep. that. 
just lost. No, he, um, playing he, in the forward. Just he literally was in the forward line yeah. and just could not get the ball. Couldn't get the ball. And then it's obviously what happened is he switched with Robbie Gray. So Robbie Gray was playing major mid minutes moving forward, and then uh, they switched completely. So then Chad Wingard was getting major mid minutes, and Robbie Gray was playing major forward minutes. Yep. Um, which obviously completely reversed their fortunes, both of them, because whilst Robbie Gray can score as a forward, he really does score much better as a midfielder. Um, and same with Wingard. So Wingard, I think it was 102.75 from round 12 to the end of the year. Yep, including um, 800s in that in that patch. Yeah, and so I can only imagine we now with Mitchell going out that he's the one that benefits the most because I think that he, he was probably intended to play not more forward time, but let's say 40, 50% forward time, mid time. Now I think it's probably more like 70, 30 mid forward. So, yeah. And the thing is that Hawks, particularly at the moment, I mean, Poppy's still kicking... Bruce, they still have a lot of these small forwards they can run exactly with. Exactly right. So therefore, they might go, okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll use your speed through there, yep. and um, hopefully he can then extract it, get the ball out to these other smaller guys or to an Isaac Smith or something yeah. on the outside. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I mean, his clearance work is great. He's actually a really good clearance player. He's obviously that's more like that Cyril Rioli type of clearance player. So not that big in and under, but that evasive, elusive yeah. at the stoppages, quick Silky, snap. Silky yeah, smooth. exactly right. Yeah. So, but I think is I think he's definitely going to shoe in. Um, one thing that we put on our Facebook recently was that uh, if he actually averaged that one hundred two point seven five for the whole year as a forward, that puts him as the second best forward behind Danger as of last year's stats, which is insane. Yep. And obviously, you know, you know. This I, I can't see anyone going 105, 110 in the forward line. I can't literally see anyone except for Dangerfield. Yep. He's obviously going to go 120 or whatever Whatever it is. he will go. But um, I don't know. And it's, it's always... Oh, see that article? It's a dangerous game though, Chris, when you start looking at a 10-game patch being like, oh, well, if they did this, they would be that. It's great in theory, but it's dangerous. Well, it's about role. What, yeah. it, basically, if there was no role change and it's just natural progression of that, you'd be sceptical. But it was specifically as soon as he went into midfield, his numbers completely turned around. So yeah. if he gets the same role this year, you can only imagine that that would be the so, similar outcome. So with Titch out then, you're saying that you could pick Wingard with more confidence than, say, a Dunkley or... Oh, guaranteed more confidence. Because the, the impact that Libba's going to have in that midfield is too unknown. Did, did, are they even starting in the midfield? Who starts in, in the clearances? So at a set of bounce, it's going to be McRae, guaranteed. Yes. Libba should be there because he's probably the best in and under that they've got. And then who's the third? Is it McLean? Is it well, Wallace was playing a is bit it Wallace? of forward. His, his role is it could be Pelly? It should be Bontempelli. It should be Bontempelli. But, again, Bevo. So, yeah, what, what I think about Bulldogs, and this it's probably going a little bit too early with podcasts, is that because because no one knows what's happening, the only thing guaranteed is that McRae is probably not changing much. That's it. Outside of that, crystal ball it. And you've got to wait until the JRT. And then it'll probably change halfway through the season because that's what Bevo likes doing. Yep. Anyway. Anyway, so the, uh, for that reason, I have um, Winger down as my draft special. Yep. Because you can I get think a lot more. someone will pick him up super early. But I, think, I, I, I want value out of him. I think that but... will be you trying to pick him up super early, Chris. Well, here's, here's my thing. And this is just a, a little bit of a tactic that I like to use is that, say, let's say I think he might go 100, which is, I think, a fair average and assumption right but he averaged 88 for the year so if you were to pick him up when they're going through the list at say a 94 so people are picking out people who are forward to average 94 that's a value position that you can pick up wing guard because yep. you're, you're still getting six points value so i know we've spoken about this previously so you have where you think they're going to average where they previously averaged but if you pick them at where so if you pick them at 100 average thinking he's going to average 100 
even if he averages 100, you're just still getting the still, value. The, there's well, no value in it. Well, yeah. you're still getting, well, you're getting the value of what you paid for. Yeah. Whereas if you go, okay, so he averaged 88 and we, I expect him to average 100, then the further away from 100 you can pick him, the more value you actually get. Yeah. Only if you're correct. And it, so then it comes down to who's getting drafted at the time. So like, let's, are they going forwards at the time? Yep. Are they going mids? Can I get someone better? Who's the group? Who's is there a Hawthorne supporter among you? You got to think about these. Yeah, you know, where your where your pick is in relation to the other yep. people in your group, or what people previously have picked. Have have people been loading up on forwards? So therefore, yeah. are you better off trying to go and get a defender before they jump to them? Yeah, it's just a positional play, really. And the other anyway. thing you consider is also total points. So at the end of the day, Supercoach is a game about total points. So are you picking him at 90, um, 96, for example? But you could have picked a defender at ninety six that you think might go one hundred and five. So that's a five point per game increase. So it's all uh, conjecture, but strategies. Strategy. Uh, the next one I have as a draft special is James Warple. Uh, I've he's also as, as my one to watch, yep. but um, simply because you know when he came back into the side, he played six games to finish off at eighty seven point eight. So I think um, yeah, he looked impressive. I think with Mitchell out, he could get a better role on the inside. Yeah. Now the issue is he did play the. So I did look into his finals performances, and he had a shock in finals. He only played. And he got a 37 and a 54 in the finals. Yeah. But yeah, his six games before that, he was 87.8. I'm keen to see what he does in the yeah. JLT. I wouldn't be choosing him in role. standard, but no. I mean, someone that... Draft. Because he, on the average, I think 70 for the year or 72 for the year. You could definitely pick him up late in draft. Yeah. Really, Hoping really he nice. can get you an 85 yeah. or something yeah, on exactly your bench. Right. Yeah. Um, so for that reason, I have him as my one to watch as well. So Warple and Wingard. Uh, players to avoid, obviously, Titch. <laughs> yep. Just, yeah. Uh, maybe as a last bench, if you can sneak him well, on there. Well, there's a chance that, you know, in draft, you might pick him up yeah, but real late. Ch- yeah, chance he comes back. But what, what, what round would he come back? 19? It'd 20, be late. 21? You might get him. I mean, look. Sit with the donut in draft, in draft, let's be honest. It just you, looks good you on usually, bench. Well, no, not only that. It's you usually um, trying to loophole at some point during the year anyway. So you get a, a decent bench score and you want to put on your field, you've got to drop three players. So it, it's handy having someone who may come back and give you some value later in the season, but who may not necessarily represent value straight away because you're going to, at some point, drop your bench. Yeah. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. But um, if there's someone else that you think can get your value, get them instead. But um, And if you think no one's going to pick him up. And um, normally I would actually say avoid Liam Shields because he's so up and down. Like, but he may get more mid-time. Well, if you look at his, he, he's, he gets you an 80 average and then he gets you a 91, a 95, an 80, an 80, a 77. It's all role dependent with him. He never gets the role that he... He's actually a ball winner. Yeah. But he, well, he's generally... Like, he's been in tagging roles. He's played off a wing instead of in the middle. Like, so, but now with Titch down, does that mean that a how and a Shields uh, actually improve? So... Good. Definitely. It could actually be a draft steal in the end with a Howe and a Shield. So, I agree. Uh, I can't say bad. avoid anyone too strongly now because who knows who will be relevant. So for that, it's more of a wait and see and see if anybody pops up. Fair enough. And watch particularly with the roles and how Because one big player out, they need to manage the numbers and try and fill the void with yep. a collective. It'll be multiple people trying to fill that void, not just one. So I think I'm um, very, very interested to wait and see. Yep. And I uh, hope Titch does all the best. Maybe he should dabble at a bit of Supercoach this year. Yeah, get in the Supercoach, Titchy. Yeah. That'd be good. That'd be we'll good. help you out. Um, look, are there only other, um, uh, again, late draft choice that you could look at with uh, Blake Hardwick. So um, he only averaged 74 for the year, but I think he's an option for about an 80-odd. He was third in kickouts behind Sicily and Burton. So I think with Burton gone, he steps up and takes more kickouts. Um, and he was really a mainstay. Now, he's not the sort of type to get your tons and, you know, get 120 or whatever, 
but he can definitely pinch it uh, as a late, um, either a bench spot on your on your pine in draft, or as a D five, something like that. You know, someone to round out your uh, your defence. So because of his ability to, he's, he's got a long raking kick, and he does take kickouts. And there's no more Burton. I think that he's someone that could probably average you about eighty. Yep. And so, Bruce, obviously, who you'd be picking at overs if you pick him on his average. I yeah, think. exactly right. Yeah. So as we said, uh, there'll probably be a bit of bit of influence. Now, uh, A, not winning as many games looks likely. B, not as much, um, you know, Titch getting all the clearances yep. down to the forward line. So people like Bruce will probably suffer. Uh, and especially seeing it's his career best, you know, return. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right. Doesn't bode I, well. I can't, I can't imagine um, Bruce going anywhere near what he did this yep. year. So if he's in draft, you let someone else take him and you go around him. Yeah. So players to avoid would I be agree. Bruce. Yep. All right. Well, that's pretty much all I have from the yeah. Hawthorne. Very sad news. It's a the sad Hawks. day. Yeah. And um, normally we probably would ramble on a little more, but I think we'll cut and chase. Tip of the cap to you, Tom. Hope you get better soon, mate. Yes. All right. Talk to you soon, guys. We'll um, continue with uh, what we're doing next, and we'll go Gold Coast. Cheers, guys. Have a good one. Thank you. The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry. I am invincible, I'm great.